When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. Good in. <laughs> in this season, we are playing through the game Crystallis for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh... Oh boy! So in our last episode, we got the fog lamp, and we're ready to go talk to the fisherman. Well, now we can actually talk to him because well, we could talk to him before, but his daughter was like, "He's a real mean drunk. You should not talk to him unless you're holding a fog lamp." And so, fun, fun we fact: found the fog lamp. Even after you find the fog lamp, she just tells you that he's in a really bad mood. <laughs> So, I assumed a lot of things uh, about this game, one of which being we would give him the fog lamp and then he would take us on a journey on his boat. Yeah. Uh, instead, what happened was he said, oh, you got a fog lamp? Yeah, you must know how to use a boat, even though you found that fog lamp in a cave somewhere. Take my boat. He gave us and his boat thought, keys. And then I thought, okay, so we're going to, is this going to be some boat journey that we're going to do? Yeah. No, we're on the boat for three seconds, and then the boat disappears. We get off on a random island. I was so excited, though, because I'm like, okay, sweet. We become a boat, finally. And then we go into the next screen, and like some real Sour Please music starts up, and it was really great. And I'm like, okay, this boat section's going to be great. And then boat stops. You get off on a tiny little, you get off on a tiny little island where there's this dude that just can't find something. And how long were you guys lost on this little uh, tiny island? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I knew we had to call the dolphin, but See, all I, I did didn't. I just, I was trying to freeze stuff. I was like, where, what am I supposed to do? There are two people to talk to. I am stuck on this island that I can't even walk around the entirety of the island. That it is, it is a Master Roshi island with just a tiny little Kame house. And even that, even <laughs> even that island had more space to do things. Even that island has one. a turtle and you can train on it. <laughs> and do, you know, shoot Kamehameha waves at the ocean like Krillin. All I could think about was that I didn't even know the dolphin was necessary before this. When we saved the dolphin, I thought it was a side thing. What happens if you didn't save the dolphin and you get this far? Is there something that stops you from getting in the fog lamp? Uh, possibly. I'm going to guess I'm going to guess something about the fisherman doesn't let you go. Uh, who knows? But don't we have do we have teleport at this point? Yes. Yes. We do have teleport, so we could have teleported probably back to somewhere else. No, I I I assume much like everything else in this game that if you didn't talk to the dolphin he would have just stayed there until you talked to him because the the whole point of 
giving him medicine is he gives us the item that at the end of last episode we are all like, Do, does anyone know what this flute does? The shell flute? It's just a it's just a conch shell. Does this mean I can talk now? But quickly we find well, not quickly for me. It took me a while to figure this out. You have to actually and this begins my my uh descent into burying my nose into a walkthrough for this game, which I have yet to do. I've tried not I, to God speed so you. I, I have been doing that this entire time because I just it's so easy to get lost in here. We don't have a map. And there are certain items that are mandatory, but are just sitting somewhere. Whether sometimes there's an item just sitting at the 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 side of a river that you have to swim to, and just stumble across it before you can move on. Mm-hmm. And I am just like, this is this is frustrating. This is so old school. Uh, adventure game style things where like there's they give you no hints whatsoever on like what you're supposed to do they just say oh it's over at the the in the angry sea and i'm like which one is the angry sea i don't even know which like there's the one with the frowny face right well we go to a place called evil spirit island but in order to get there you have to go through a cave and there's multiple caves and one cave will take you to a different island mm-hmm. or to, to a different town. Yeah, one cave and takes you back to Portoa. Yeah, yeah. What one cave is the is the Portoa cave behind her her palace? Which, mm, by the way, so we take from the when we become a boat, we go what west? If we're looking oh, yeah. at it, you know, north yes. south, we go west. If you go further west, the cave that takes you back to Portoa, which is now way east of us. That that's where the cave entrance is. Like, as far as like cardinal directions are concerned, it makes no sense, and it made me so angry. <laughs> but we have to come back here. This is I'm pretty sure the cave where we healed the dolphin, and we have to come back with the dolphin. Now that we have his shell, to find an item that was already in this cave to begin with, which is yep. I don't know. It's 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 the thing that Jeremy was talking about. How we have to swim around the cave long enough, which also that took me a while to figure out. It's it's a love pendant. That we yeah. have to give to someone later, but also, that was also, just an example of it being so difficult to find very important items in this game. Also, the the reference to Master Roshi is pretty spot on because on this little island is the last Guru, and he won't talk to you. And the only way you can actually talk to him is to do the telepathy thing. And he's like, "Oh, I left an item. I need that item, the love pendant, in behind the palace somewhere." I didn't even. I did not do that. I mean, this was this was all walkthrough, which I know is just like, I'll I'll just I'll just say it for what we try to do on our show. Using a walkthrough for everything is kind of counterintuitive because we want to try to sell you on, oh, this is what it's like to actually experience this. But I think we all had that same problem after episode one where we were like, this is too confusing, and I can't do this, and we already committed to it. Where I'm like. All right, we're going to get through it. We're going to talk about it, but it is just going to be the uh, a thread for this episode into the the final episode next that like it is not intuitive on what you're supposed to do in this game in any way. Yeah. E- even just changing your weapons. I I've like waffled back and forth on, you know, going without a guide and then using a guide and I I've gone back because I'll spend, I'll go into the next area and try and get as far as I can without looking anything up. 
and then I spent 20 minutes wandering around a cyclical or circular dungeon, essentially, only to figure out that I'm not even in the right room. I'm not even in the right cave. There's like three caves. I'm in the wrong one. I need to go over to this other cave and transform into this other dude to get into this room to then go into another cave. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the, the whole transforming thing in a bit. Yeah, no, Ken and Roberta Williams got brought up a lot in the chat on <laughs> on this episode. They're like, this is like playing a Sierra game, man. The Sierra Adventure game. Like, they expect you to already know what you're supposed to be doing. So, anyways, we're at the little island. We get the dolphin to show up. We wander around. If you try to go into one cave, the dolphin stops you and says, like, no, you need to go talk to this the elder first. And I'm like, how do you even know this dolphin? Who are you? <laughs> uh, so we do have to go to the evil spirit island. And then, or no, no, sorry. Uh, we have to go to to Swan. J- Joel. Oh, Joel. The town of Joel. We go to the town of Joel to talk to their elder Ralph. Ralph. <laughs> so we got we d- go talk to Ralph of Joel and he tells us about there's a monster somewhere that's demanding a sacrifice. And if you talk to there's a girl in there that is just like I don't want to be sacrificed, so I guess she was the one she's the one that's picked to be sacrificed next. Or or all the girls are just afraid that they will be. Oh, sure. Yeah. They say that uh, some other girl went forward and like offered herself up as a sacrifice. Right? Yeah. Okay. We that was see from her later. That was yeah. from that was someone from Portoa, though. I, I, Wait, I, I don't think Joel has decided whether or not they want to send someone. It was really weird, though, when they were telling you this. It, it split between two text boxes, and the first one was like, "Someone came from the next island and asked for a girl sacrifice, if we wish." But yeah. then, but then, like reading it like that, I was like, "Oh yeah, if we wish, we could have a girl sacrifice." But if we wish safety to our island, is the the end of that sentence. But the beginning of that just made it seem like, "Hey, how you doing? You wanna, you know, just just in case you want a girl sacrifice, uh, we, we can we can hook that up for you." <laughs> so we then, you know, we've talked to him. So because we talked to him, the dolphin will allow, now let us go into the cave. Of the evil spirit island. He he told us yeah. about his friend that went there and is has not come back yet. It was like his yeah. brother or something. Yeah. We go all the way through there and then we reach Zombie Town is what they mm-hmm. call it. But these people are cursed. So I don't know, is it was it named Zombie Town after or was it always named Zombie Town and this is just a coincidence? A self fulfilling prophecy. Yes. <laughs> it's like it's like if uh Centralia had been named uh, Centralia, Pennsylvania had been named Dumpster Fire USA. <laughs> Calling them out. So anyway, uh, uh, I, I guess Coal Fire would be more specific, but yes. So you can go down and talk to Clark. Is in one of the basements of the houses. Did you any either of you do that before this? Yeah, I, I went did find him. him. Yes, I didn't. Okay, I didn't even. I went in. I there was one house you can go into. I mm-hmm. didn't even notice there were stairs. Yeah. I walked in and saw that there was like nothing going on in here, turned around and left, and then just went on to the castle. I, I eventually came back. I was like, I think I've done, and I, I hadn't done what I needed to do, but I was like, I think I've done what I needed to do. And then I went into the house, forgot about the basement of that house, and was like, he's gone. I must have done it. I guess I have to go this way. Yeah. Only getting me further lost. 
I mean, the things that this says, game needs you to get lost on are enough. I shouldn't be getting lost on things that I've made up in my own head. That's not that's counterproductive yeah. as well. Do you guys remember? Did Clark say anything important? He he tells you about. Um, oh man, I'm spacing on her name. the The next boss. He tells you that the next boss is in the castle, Save and Barra. that she's, uh, that she's like tricky and to watch out for. Her. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It doesn't tell us about the uh, mid boss, but yeah. Yeah, so we go into Sabera's castle, uh, another place for us to get lost in. At least it looks kind of different this time than the other places we've been getting lost in in the past, I guess. I mean, it, it's not easier to read, but the walls look different, no. yes. Yes, <laughs> there's some different stuff happening. There's some spiked floors. It's, uh, it's a thing. Yeah. The spiked floors are so bizarre. Like, is there anything... Okay, I mean, the boots. We'll get a you power up to... later, but it it doesn't fully protect you from it. You have to use the rabbit boots and jump. So if you yeah. just jump on the spikes, it doesn't really hurt you. Oh, okay, I just ran through it and then healed myself afterwards. Yeah, viable option. Viable option. It worked. Here I am at the end of it. Uh, <laughs> but how much worse off are you? Hey, I'm closer to the end. Okay, so. We do have a mid-boss with another vampire who we haven't seen since the first episode. Yeah. Now, you two were complaining about the vampire. The vampire was super easy for me. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? Okay. So so allow me to allow me to explain. Please. Take it away, BC. Brian, um, unlike me, Brian has been actually going around and you know grinding levels and getting money and everything. And I've just been trying to get through this game as fast as possible. I would and, also uh, say that yes, that I am not going around <laughs> grinding levels. <laughs> I oh, grinded sorry. levels. I'm the one probably specifically at this point. Did I did all, I did all of the grinding for this episode specifically at this point? So going into this section, I'm level eight. The base level oh. <laughs> you have to be to be able to damage this mid boss is level ten. Mm-hmm. So, um, I spent several several tries trying to figure out how to damage this boss. What was happening? Why wasn't he dying? Is it just that I'm not doing enough damage and I need to hit him forever? Is there a trick to it? And it turns out I just wasn't level 10. Mm -hmm. Um, So checking a guide, you have to be level 10 to meet the mid boss. You have to be level 11 to beat the boss of the dungeon. Um, And the thing that frustrates me about this is you can play through the game so far and not hit that level. And not only that, the enemies in this dungeon don't really give you enough experience to get to level 10 easily. Um, thankfully, Brian pointed out that there's an earlier cave where you can go in and like, you know, pretty quickly level yourself up. So I leveled myself up to 13 and obliterated the boss in like Absolutely a minute. Absolutely destroyed them. But <laughs> there's no way to know that that's what it is. The game doesn't explain it to you. And it also makes the same sound when you hit him that 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 it makes when you use the wrong weapon. That's so, that's where like there there needs to be like on a design level there needs to be something that differentiates between a enemy that is resistant to a particular elemental sword and an enemy that enemy that is just not getting hurt. Um, because all the game has taught us up to this point is that certain enemies make a sound when, oh, that's the wind sword. They are resistant to the wind sword. I will switch to a different sword. I kept switching over and over again 
I used each uh, magic level, like, just to make sure. I used paralysis, because we'd learned paralysis recently. I was like, maybe I have to paralyze this guy. I sat that here would for be interesting. ever on this fight, only to realize later that, oh, I'm level 9, and he's, like, needs a level 10 person to step to him. So, yeah, I did, I end up, I found a cave, got to level 11, and then on my way back, realized that the jellyfish on the cave on the way to Zombie Town gave me a bunch of XP and didn't hurt me. So I just sat there and got two more levels real quick. And everything else beyond this was easy. But also going forward, I realized that I'm not grinding out these levels to fight more bad guys. I'm just grinding out these levels to fight bosses. I skip every other bad guy. We've got all the money we need. You know, there's no reason to even touch regular bad guys anymore. Even when I was grinding, I had all the money I needed without the glitch trick, which came in handy here, too, in this episode. But, yeah, it's yeah, I just... Sa I saved me some money at the town. Oh, man. Like, I am, I am only killing bosses and things I need to grind on at this point. So, we go through that. We beat the vampire. We eventually come up to the the girl that we were trying to rescue. You can go and talk to her, and she says, Sabera is just up ahead. But if you go ahead... The girl is actually on the other side of a pit, and she's just like, you were tricked. She's actually Sabera. I'm the real one. So the only option you really have is to jump down the pit or rewind, uh, which is what I did because I didn't want to. Because if you go down the pit, you go to the beginning of the castle again, and you got to wander all the way back. And I was like, this just saves time. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm saving myself time here. I'm not mm -hmm. cheating myself out of anything, any experiences. I got the information. I use time travel that it didn't. I have a, a special thing that doesn't require any MP. So I'm able to just rewind time and go and do this. Uh, we didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't bring up. We do come across these these pits with moving platforms, which if you go anywhere near that without the, the thing, you drop just like a lead brick. Mm -hmm. Like you fall so fast and there isn't it isn't levels like in Zelda. You fall down the pit and you just get thrown back to an area, basically. There aren't, mm -hmm. like, floors in this game. Yeah. Uh, which is disappointing, but I don't even think... The original Zelda didn't have floors either, so... No. Uh, I mean, it had, like, not, underground sections where items were hidden, but you yeah, couldn't Yeah, but there was no layering. Them. Yeah. So, can't really hate on this game for not being able to do something like that, even if they wanted to. I mean, I, this is after Zelda 2, so that has falling through... Uh, invisible All right, holes. fine. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I will give you, this game credit for like trying to think outside the box sometimes, but not that. No. <laughs> I feel like if we had a map and just an easier way to cycle through weapons and items, mm -hmm. this game would be immensely easier and more enjoyable. Mm hmm. One thing I don't know if you guys have figured out yet, but was immensely helpful for me as far as item cycling, specifically sword cycling. Once you get the bracelet associated with the sword, if you unequip all the the sword upgrades, then you automatically default to level two charge. So I've okay. just... Okay. Yeah, so I just unequip all the bracelets, and then when I switch swords, the max charge level is level two. So you don't so use that your magic. Way, yeah, so I don't waste magic, and I don't have to worry about... I don't have to equip 
everything else, so I'm not using level ones. So if so, you keep, yeah, if it just makes everything faster because I don't have to switch two items every time I have to switch swords. So. Yeah. Okay. You still you There's still no. get things that are resistant to that sword. It just. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, if we go and stab her with the sword. And uh, you got to do it like three times. Where first she's just like, ouch, what was that for? And then she's like, hey, stop it. And then you do it again. She's like, okay, fine. You figured me out. Then she turns into her, her, her real form. And, you and then she her. blows up because I'm level 13. And it was over. Yeah, it didn't yeah. take me long. I was just using my magic, my third level attacks on her. And just like blowing her up mm-hmm. pretty quick. Yeah. Um, even then, I was like I said, I was like level 11 at that time. But just anytime, you know, dodging things and then because uh, what she does is she just shoots these these balls at you, basically, that. Uh, oh, and it definitely helped. The slowdown helped immensely. Yeah, almost. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was able to dodge this stuff so much easier. Be- like me charging and her throwing her energy balls just made the, the whole thing just grind to a halt. And yeah. I felt like Neo just being able to easily <laughs> dodge these things. Um, I would say the Vic Viper, but, you know, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and, like, uh, this is, I got some Gradius three. like, oh, thank you for this slowdown. I really need this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but able to just get around her and, you know, get my shots on her pretty easily. So we go and beat her. Uh, we don't do anything with the girl. As far as we know, that girl's fine. You can't even go up to her now. No, like we just yeah. no. She she gets She's taken. Like, I'm out. Oh, okay, yeah. She get taken. I, I didn't. She, I don't remember. I thought she told us she was going to go wait for us, but that was the last time we saw her. Yeah, last time you saw her, she said she was going to go wait for us. When you defeat Sabera, she's like, "You beat me, but I'm going to take this girl back to Goa to oh. our hideout." Okay, so, so we're not done with her yet. Yeah, and so they that, have plans. Yeah, and that gets brought up later in some exposition that's going to happen. So, unless you're completely so we, done with the game, in which case you don't see that exposition until later. No, this is true. Uh, so we beat her, and she gives us a broken statue. Didn't we also get a lysis plant at some point? Uh, I misread the it. Lysis as the plants plant. are 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 normal things. You might be talking about the uh it's like the Carissa plant or something Yeah, okay, effect, we do need that too. You're right. Which w- we can get to that one cuz that's mm-hmm. a... So here's the thing. <laughs> I brought that up in the last episode being like, "Oh, there's this plant somewhere that my walkthrough says is important, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with what we're doing." That happens again on this one, which I guess I'll bring up just because maybe you guys will get lost and maybe you'll need to get these later. Uh but yeah, that was one where it was in a cave that we were at before. You had to go wander around. Eventually, you find an area where there's a plant that we're going to need. But we could have done that in the previous episode. But mm-hmm. there was really no reason for us to do that. Um, it's like I got the uh, the blizzard bracelet before I even stepped foot on the angry sea. Because uh, because I read Kensu's mind, and, and he's like, it's behind the palace. And I was like, well, I know there's the palace where in Portoa, but then there's also this girl town where they have a leader, and there's something behind the leader. And I'm like, maybe that's what he's talking about. And I got the blizzard bracelet, and I don't need that for a while. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, well, we can talk about that town right now, because yeah. it's not really 
important to what we're going to be doing in here. It'll, I'm sure it'll be important in the next episode, whatever we have to do. There's a town that's very similar to like the Gerudos, where it's all women and they hate men. And when you go into there, they don't have anything. I was I was really hoping they were going to be like selling special items or something. Oh, they had a shield uh, that was nine grand. They had a uh, I already shield. found that in a different town. Okay, I already okay. had that shield. Okay, uh, I got it early. I had it for like the entire episode. Yeah. So any person you talk to there, they say they hate men. Men are the worst. Women are better hunters anyway. Yada yada yada. Uh, I mean, but, you know, they're not saying they're wrong. <laughs> No, no, but I'm just saying it's just that like yeah. it, it it is the it is the all women town written by men that are just like we hate men. Rah, rah, rah. It's also really fun to read this in the voice of the dude from the Big Lebowski because everyone's like it's like you, you're just like a dis- you're just all disgusting, man, because everyone refers to you as comma man, like like as you know, <laughs> as the direct object. You know, so if we go to this town at some point, uh, wait, when did we get our transform? I think I'm, I feel like I'm getting ahead. We did not. Um, I mean, you can go here before you get transformed, but we do get transformed. Right, you can go here. Yeah. Uh, eventually, what a, we, we are well beyond it at this point of trying to like, oh, let me keep things in a nice order here. Eventually, we get a spell that lets us transform into different characters. Uh, and one of them is a woman. We can transform into a woman and they'll be nicer to us, but we can also talk to their leader. And if we got that, what is it? The Kinsu plant, right? Or Carissa no. or something K- to that effect. K- Kinsu's a dude. Carissa's yeah. the plant. Yeah. yeah. If we get that plant, we give it to her. Uh, she gives us a the bow of moon. And uh, if you go into her, bra- uh, into her basement, you can find... The blizzard bracelet, which powers up your your sword, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, your water sword. Yeah. So learn but blizzard. Again, those things aren't important in this episode, but it's something you can do. It's something we did at this point, uh, or at least going to the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is, again, I don't know what the bow of moon does. I, I have it. Either. I had it equipped. It didn't do anything. You would think it would be a ranged weapon. It's not. No, it's something we have to use at a item. certain point. Yes. There's also a bow of sun that we haven't mm-hmm. gotten to yet. Yes. Sure. Um, anyway, rewind back to getting the broken statue. If you go back to the town and talk to Clark in the basement, he gives us eyeglasses which the item still looks the same as the gas mask. Yeah, it did. It was pretty great. Oh, boy. <laughs> And and he's just like here. These are proof that I'm still alive. So show show my buddy, show my brother in Joel that that I am still okay. That I'm okay now with these glasses mm-hmm. or something. But no, you have to use those glasses to find a a spot in a shed uh, that takes you to, it, it like uncovers something hidden, like right? Yeah, and they disappear right after that. Yeah. Use these eyeglasses in a shed, and then a door opens. Which is funny. Sometimes I've uh, I rewound it and then had to do it again because I did I, I wasted some like MP or something like that, and I was like, well, this is dumb. Let me just rewind. Yeah. Uh, did that and then went and ran too fast to the opening, and I was sitting on the other side of the black box, and I was Happens like, a lot. Why is this not triggering? Mm-hmm. So it was yep. weird. 
that yeah that there there that happened to me a lot during like when in sections where you can shoot the the wall down like with with our power mm-hmm. up we have to break a wall um the animation will st- the animation has to end before it'll let you move to the next area or even trigger the 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 hitbox that goes okay the hero is here now let's pan the screen up so i i have done a lot of that in this game where like what's going on oh i have to walk back trigger the box then i can continue on <sighs> speaking of continuing on let's take a break yeah and then we will continue on in this game Hey, everybody. So just a reminder, we do have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash chat of the wild. C-H-A-T of the wild. It's not Chad. As we've been finding out, we sound a lot like like we sound like we're saying Chad. I don't know any Chads in real life, so I didn't we didn't name our show after one. It's a it's chat chat. So if you go and check out our Patreon for chat of the wild uh, you'll see that we have a number of tiers on there. Uh, we did get a nice donation last month from one of our patrons that did put us up above for a couple of our goals. And for that, we are letting patrons vote on our next Gaiden game. Gaiden are the seasons that we do in between the mainline Zeldas where we play games that are like Zelda or inspired by Zelda or have some connection to Zelda. And we haven't picked this one. Normally, we know what we're doing ahead of time. We did have something picked beforehand, but I'm not going to bring it up so I don't sway the vote on there. <laughs> but if you go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild uh, and join us there for a dollar or more a month, we do accept uh, amounts above a dollar. There's a little setting that you can do under there if you want to give more. You'll be allowed to vote on which game we will play next. We'll put just four or five games on there i'm i think we'll decide like okay these are the ones that are sort of like the game that we're playing which will be twilight princess uh unless someone else says anything we'll also have a little thing at the bottom that just says like put your own one in there we'll see how that ends up playing out hopefully it's not just everyone picking their own random one (laughs) and then we just have to still decide on our own anyway or we'll just do another poll we'll just do a poll of saying like here that although they'll just pick their own thing again. I, yeah, I, think, I don't know we'll figure it out <laughs> i think the last time this got brought up i think i went through that exact same thought progression was like wait wait no wait never mind <laughs> we'll see how it goes uh again if you go over to our patreon you can help out with that chaos we wait. did hit a couple goals so we will be doing a episode covering a generic game as we're referring to it which we've decided is already going to be divinity 2 original sin divinity we'll original that sin 2 jeremy <laughs> whatever divinity uh, so original we'll ha- sin 2 electric book blue basically. yes so we'll have that episode up but it will be exclusive to patrons as well so you got to be in that dollar tier in order to hear that oh man oh man we have stories <laughs> you're gonna want to hear that we also will be doing a review of the Legend of Zelda, the animated series, at some point this year. Quality children's television. Mm-hmm. That will be early for patrons. So, again, go on there. Check it out. It's, it's really uh, important to the lore of the series as a whole. So uh, you're going to want to hear some of that, too. 
You can also follow us on Twitter at Chat of the Wild and on Instagram. Just search Chat of the Wild. You'll find it there. Brian, what are you doing? Oh, uh, we're well. We're streaming Twilight Princess right now over on the Twitch channel, which is a uh, Luigi's underscore apartment. Because I think I actually have a Luigi's apartment uh, account that was set up a long time ago under an email that I have forgotten in the ten years whenever it was set up. So it is Luigi's underscore apartment on Twitch. Um, also playing a lot of Mario Maker lately. It's been kind of fun. I found a tool called Warp World. Um, it's a very well-known tool. It's not like some secret thing I found. Uh, but it, it lets uh, people just show up in your chat and type add and then their their level code and they'll just add it to a queue. And when you're done with you know one level, move on to the next one. So I've been playing a lot of people's like uh, maker levels and it's been kind of fun. So yeah, Luigi's, Luigi's underscore apartment on Twitch. Or just follow me on Twitter. Anything? Follow me on Twitter at Luigi's apartment. I'm on Twitter now apparently. I'll plug something next time when uh, when my band releases the recordings that we've been working on. Or that awesome. Yeah. Listen to to March Thirst on SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, another thing, we were recently on the show Hair of the Dog Cast. We were talking about Breath of the Wild. It was its its anniversary along with the Switch, but they invited us on there to talk about that. Uh, I should say. Their comedy is much more blue compared to ours. So we have gotten, it has been a, a concern with our show and we do try to keep everything family friendly here, but over there it was, they definitely checked off the explicit box. So yeah. just going to warn anybody that listens to us for a more wholesome experience. If they want to go and listen to us, uh, crack jokes about chat about breath of the wild. Uh, keep in mind, it's not a family friendly show. It's probably the first time I've dropped an F-bomb with uh, Zelda-related material in the same sentence in a long time, and it felt really weird <laughs> to, to, to do that. But I was just like, rip the Band-Aid off. We're doing it for these two hours, then we're going back. So go ahead and search for Hair of the Dog cast and look up their Zelda episode there. But for now, let's go ahead and kick it over to some great greenlit podcast shows. Matt, I've got a great idea for a podcast. You and me, we watch movies, right? And some of them are kind of bad, and so we make fun of them. But maybe some of them are good. Chris, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And eat snacks. Movie Fighters, an original idea on the Greenlit Podcast Network. Oh boy, I can't wait for Future History 101 today. I hear Prof Timesworth is going to teach us about World War VI. Gather round, students. It is time to learn. Podford University, where history and future are the same class. Available on iTunes, Spotify, and everywhere you get podcasts. So, we're in a shed... We opened it to a secret door. This door is a cave because, of course, it is because there's everything is a cave in this game, mm-hmm. and it goes around to a uh, lighthouse again. And wouldn't you know it? Because there's a lighthouse, there's some sleepy guy that's responsible for it. Right. <laughs> we get in there. Tale as old as time, guy man. Asleep. Um. I had to go back and buy a flute. I think this is why I would I rewound my game. 
was because <laughs> I didn't have my I didn't need to go to the shop and buy another flute. I bought a flute as soon as I went to I forget which town it was, but I went to a town and there was a flute an alarm flute in the shop. I was like, I'm gonna need this crap. I'm just gonna buy one right now. I just know it. It's not like the lime f- flute that you just find one because it goes with one person. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they but, give you one. Yeah. and They then give further, you one, yes. And then further yes. in there, there's another petrified person. And they're like, I guess we should hide one around the corner. This time they're like, no, go back. Go back to mm-hmm. town. You remember sleepy people, right? Yeah. When you wake him up, he gives you a glowing lamp. Uh-huh. And when you use your glowing lamp, your broken statue turns into a statue of gold. You can do this anywhere. I thought I had to do this at a special shrine for whatever reason. So I went to this shrine, did it there, and then left, not realizing I then needed to use the statue mm-hmm. on that shrine mm-hmm. to make something happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there is, like, yep. one NPC somewhere in the, the map that'll be like, the glowing lamp fixes things. And from that, yeah, you must one into of the, it. One of the, zo- the zombies that turns back into a person right. tells you mm-hmm. about the glowing lamp that fixes broken objects. And that's your clue right. right there, that you need to use this glowing lamp. So, then you use the statue at the shrine, and that gets rid of one of the whirlpools. Right. It doesn't get rid of all the whirlpools. The first thing I did was there is a, a, a group of whirlpools in the middle of the sea that I was like, I wonder if there's something there. Because I know like there was that one blocking our path to the far north. And I was like, I know that's going to be going forward in the story. But I said, you know what? I'm going to go look over this one. Maybe there's something there that I can get some special item, some... Uh, armor or another bracelet that helps that makes me stronger or something. No, the whirlpools are still there. Mm-hmm. Didn't change anything. But it does uh, let us go up north. Like I said, um, we get taught. I think uh, a, what's her name? A Cena? I Isena? Or I don't know how to. A Cena? Yeah. Yeah. I think she just like does she just pop up and be like, hey, you've gotten far enough that I can teach you a spell. Yeah, she just telepathies, gives you a ring on the telepathy phone and says, hey, by the way, you know Barrier now. Yeah. I thought this was the dolphin. Oh, yeah. I thought the dolphin was like, because again, he told me, oh, you can't go into this cave because you got to do this. I'm like, this dolphin knows some things. And the dolphin, and I thought the dolphin was like, you know, you've been doing really good. I'm going to teach you a magic spell. (laughs) And we get this magic spell, Barrier. Yeah. Which... I, I I thought, again, here's fool me or like shame on me for assuming things. I assumed we could cast it and we'd have like a shield that would block a hit or something. Nope. No, you have to be holding it the whole time. Yep. And it drains MP the whole time you use it. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to use this unless there's a requirement. The, for this it. is the and, thing I was talking about on the spiked floors where if you hold if you hold barrier down and, and leave it activated while you're running on those spiked floors... It'll protect you from most damage. You'll still get hurt. There's a there's a section coming up where we're supposed to use barrier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But you can do that section without it, and then just heal yourself. Right. So it's That's like, what I did. It's the same. I mean, it's. I assume 
barrier. I don't know. I don't know which one takes up less MP. So, so you know right. what the rate is. So, whatever. So, we go up to a new town, the the town of Swan, which is the mm-hmm. largest one that we've we've come across yet. Like this one feels like a big city mm-hmm. compared to the other ones. Um, we've got a shop there. This is where I did. I think this is where I bought my up upda- my upgraded armor. Yeah, the shield and my armor, I believe. I think this one had both the upgraded shield and armor, whereas the town of ladies just had a had the sweet shield, which was nine grand. And well, I went the, to Porto and ripped that has, shield guy off. The town of ladies has two shields, uh, or Amazonas. The yeah, that's right. That yes. town has two shields. It has the mirror shield and the sacred shield. I want to say, and yeah. this town has. I forget what the first shield is, but the second shield is the battle shield. So the battle shield okay. and the sacred shield are available in the next town after Swan okay, uh, for a discounted rate. Everything in the next town after is discounted. Okay. Okay. It's like, you've, uh, you've done so well. Here, here's a discount. Yeah. So we go into here and you can find a bar filled with soldiers who just said, get, like, get away from us. And then there's also, like, a theater, I guess, it seems like. There's something like going a, on. a club, almost? Like a dance hall? Because it seems like there's yeah. a performer on a stage, but they don't, like, sing you a song. They say the same kind of stuff that everyone else says. Yeah. But they're on this on a stage. I don't know. But that room, you the reason you're in that room is to find Kensu, right? To be like one Not of these. Yet. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Uh, we get in there, and then if you go to a shed again, we're in caves and sheds. This is where important stuff happens in this game. Mm-hmm. You go into a shed by between the inn and the item shop, and Stom is there. Stom's the dude that we fought uh, a while ago with that really stupid <sighs> battle where we had to keep. That's right. Apparently, we we could dodge, but. One of a two of us just kept hitting the button as quickly as we could. Um, Tom, Tom, Stom tells us that we have to go and find Kinsu. The Kinsu is hidden here somewhere. So, with that, we then have to go and look for him. But we don't know this. It's not. I don't think it's clear. No, no, it's not. Kinsu is disguised as someone else, and the way to reveal him is to paralyze him. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, he says like, ah, you figured out my puzzle. Yeah. And I ran around this town for a long time tra- trying to figure out what they wanted me to do. And I did not know one that finding Kensu was one of those things. And I definitely would not have known to use paralysis on these people that I was just randomly talking to, like trying to figure out what I'm doing next. Yeah. So you do it once, he says you found me, and then disappears. And then you got to f- find him again, which then he's in that club. And you go and hit him with the paralysis again, give him the old paralyzer. And uh, then he says, okay, you solved my second puzzle. Here's my third puzzle. Bring me my love pendant. Okay. And then this is where we had to wander around in the little underground channel behind the princess's Mm -hmm. castle and give Hmm. that to him and he he explains to us like he was given this 
as a, as a reward for By being a Cena, good... right? Like yeah. he's in love with Cena and I didn't even take it that it, he was that there was actually love there. I just thought they just named her the love pendant and she just like gave it to him cuz she's just like, "Hey, I got you a uh, secret Santa." <laughs> like I don't know. Uh, yeah. Who knows, dude? Who knows? Hey, look, this will be great. We'll call it the love pendant. Here, you take it. Mhm. I'm going to throw it in the um, water. This is where he teaches us the spell change. And when you use that, you can transform into one of five characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't do any, you can't attack or anything or do any spells while you're in that form. No. Which is annoying because then you, you basically have to do it and then revert back to it to do anything else. We can use this. Uh, like I said, you can go to the Amazons. Uh, that's, and <laughs> that's what I was calling it. The Amazons. The Amazons. I know they um, they wanted to be, to be like Amazonas or Amazon. I know that's what Bill wanted, but no, it's Amazons. <laughs> uh, you can go back there, like I said, get the Bow of Moon. Uh, if you give her the plant that you have, no idea what it does. But really what we need to do is turn into... Uh, who do we turn into here? To, a soldier. To we turn into a Dragonian soldier. To get past um, the uh, blockade. I mean, th- th- then again, they're all all soldiers look the same, so they they're just oh, no. Dumb we enough. we transform into Stom. First, we transform into a Dragonian soldier to get past the blockade, and to then get we out into the into field. Stom later. Yeah, because we have to leave this town to go into a giant field, and from that field, right. there's a okay, few different yes, ways yes, we can yes. go. But we're supposed to go west. And if you keep going west, then we run into the good town, and they want Stom to be the guy who yeah. walks through the door. So when we get into this new area, you really just got to go west. If you go anywhere else, you're going to end up in some new place that doesn't have anything for you, that you're going to get lost there. I went around this green area for a little while. I was like, I don't know where I'm at. Again, we have no maps. Just to piggyback off of what Jeremy said, this section, you have the option. Um, you can go west to the town, or you can go north where there's another fork that is east-west. Mm-hmm. So first thing I did, I went west. I got to the town. They wouldn't let you in. What you're supposed to do is transform into Stom. You have no idea that that's what you're supposed to do. You don't know that one of the people that you can turn into is Stom yeah. because no one is labeled in your transformation screen. Nope. So I was like, okay, I got to go somewhere else. You can go up north and there's a hill that looks like a boss area, but there's no boss and there's a gate you can't open. Mm-hmm. And then there's a cave. And this is through, this is after you've gone through some cave systems. Yeah, yeah. So you you go through that cave, and then there's more caves. So I spent forever wandering around those caves, which is somewhere I'm not supposed to be, because I had no yes. idea that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to turn into Stom. Which and, and maybe if I call Stom on telepathy on the telepathy phone, like he'll say turn into me. But he's why? not a he's not a telepathy guy. He's Stom is like he's not uh, one of the Tornell's buddies. Yeah, yeah. He he's Tornell's like uh, apprentice or something. Um, yeah, and so like this happens a lot with this game where I'll get to a, a mountain section. Um, once again, the inside these caves, 
just the 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 art direction or whatever the design of it you get lost so easily like someone said in the chat like you know man nes games are so easy to get lost in i'm like like no (laughs) games that don't make it clear or how to differentiate or just have bad design and look the same yes you know, but then there are other NES games that are designed really well and are also you know easy to get lost in. But they're like you can tell kind of where you are. Like I've been to this room before. Every room looks like a room I've been to before in this game. The original Metroid had the decency to change some color sprites. That's the game that got brought up, and I'm like, yeah, that game is so easy to get lost in. But I know that I'm in a different room. Like, I know, like, this room is different. Even if the rooms look sort of the same, you can still be like, oh, well, this one has two bad guys in it instead of one bad guy crawling across the uh, the ceiling or whatever. Like, they, they, they do interesting things to let you know you've made it somewhere new. <laughs> Not this game. Yeah. And I think the thing that stresses me out about this section is while I'm wandering around this cave, there are, like, lizards that are throwing maces at me. There are eyes. Oh, those that, were the worst. Yeah, they're beholders that paralyze you. There are these slimes that can only be hit at a certain time, but they also can paralyze you. Mm-hmm. There are... They give you 304 uh, XP, though, so that's ex- that's the first place I'm going to in the next episode to get, like, three more levels and hope that that's enough to hurt the bosses. Yeah, it's a, so there's just, like, a bunch of bunch of random enemies they've kind of thrown out the whole red things that what are what poisoned you and you have no idea what's going to poison you at this point they all just it could do. be anything there are birds that are flying everywhere that fly full speed off the side of the screen and it's like i'm not even in the place i'm supposed to be and i'm dealing with all this garbage so yeah, sorry, it, I, those those lizards really made me angry because they would they will throw out a flail the second you are in range and it will just stay there mm-hmm. and it will just damage you over and over and over again and the way that this game works is that the way you know the there is no camera movement in this game but sometimes the the, the camera will be in a way where they are off screen and you have to move up close to them to get them to show up in the screen to do damage. But they will, if you are close enough to the, if you are like in their same column or row, they will immediately throw their flail at you and do damage to you. Yeah. And it was making me so upset just trying to get around them that I, I came out of one of those caves, got me like an antidote or something like that. And then I just, I just rewound it. Cause I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't care about this antidote. No, my antidote I, like, is I had to LNR. deal with so many of these things. Yeah, my antidote is LNR. Yeah. Every time, every yeah. time I get poisoned, I just rewind it. I'm like, I do yeah. it anytime I take damage. <laughs> yeah, that that too. Yes, also that. I mean, that's that's that is what it has turned into. And I said it before, but I'll say it again. I'm so happy that we're not playing the Game Boy version because I know one of the big criticisms yeah. of the game is that because of how it's set up, enemies can hit you from off screen which would have been annoying earlier in the game. But at this point, when you have the lizards and the beholders and everything can paralyze you, everything can poison you, people can hit you from halfway across the screen when you can see them. I can't imagine fighting them when they're off screen. And it's not that this game is insurmountably difficult. It's just that it's not fun and it's tedious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So 
We turn into Stom and we can get into this the town of Chiron. And if you go in there, Stom is waiting for you. And he's just like, hey, that's pretty good. It's like looking into a mirror. And then if you go up to the elder that you're supposed to talk to here, uh, or Zebu, sorry. Uh, Zebu is the one that's waiting up there for you. If you talk to him he in Stom, if you were still transforming the Stom, he says like, now is no time for games. What are you doing? And it's like, I had to do this to get in here, I guess. <laughs> like, this isn't, I'm not, trust me. I'm not having fun doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you, you wanted. This is exactly what you wanted. You transform back. Oh yeah, if you leave Zebu this area, you, you have to to transform into Stom again to get back in. Really? What, okay. I mean, bef- like until you talk to the right person, right? Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I thought it was like once you went in. Yeah, because I left and was like, I don't know what I'm... Maybe I'm not supposed to be here. Because I thought this this also was like a... like a full, I, It seemed like the like the hidden path. So I was like, I'll get to there later. It seems like they want me to go through this part of the mountain. And no. Every time I make that assumption, I'm wrong in this game. Uh, So we talked to him, talked to Zebu, and Zebu says that we need to go into sticks. And... Mm-hmm. In order to do that, we need a special key. So he gives us the 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 key to ski key because it spelled it wrong. I don't know. Did yep. you guys pick up on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they put the they switched the T and the Y. Yeah, so it's spelled S T X Y. They didn't want to get sued by Supergiant, so <laughs> yeah, yep that that was an issue back then. <laughs> um, so we get then we can go back out of this town. Continue through Mount Hydra. That's the the mountain that we're on here. Mm. It's, it's the volcano that we're on. Right. Uh, which, yeah, at some point we have to also freeze lava, which, like, again, they don't prompt you for that. Like, yeah, I have the ability to create ice floors on water. Why would I think I could do that on lava? I, I thought I had to use level three blizzard. I was like, this must be what I need blizzard for because the blizzard is so blizzardy that it can blizzard the lava into ice. No, you just use your level two. It's fine. Yeah. But we go through sticks. Uh, eventually, again, I when I when I set up this here, I thought there would be more of a lead-in to getting this new sword. But you just wander through the cave. Eventually, you find a treasure chest that the Sword of Thunder, your, your fourth but not final sword is located. Oh, did we get one that mixes them all together and just kills everything? Yep. Oh, uh, good. So Good. <laughs> hey, four swords connection. So that's uh, why we picked it after Minish. Yep. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, Our golden axe warrior. Because they give us a good thing right at the very end when we don't need it anymore. <laughs> sure. Uh, when we get that, we basically get a cutscene uh, where... All of like the elders just start all tuning into our brain and start talking to us all at once. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Tornell says, You've done a fine job, your name. The Grand Poobah Azteca awaits you. That, and that's like a different person. Lead... Someone, someone says, You've done a good job. Someone else pops in. Hey, Poobah. Uh, someone else pops in. Yeah. My turn. <laughs> um, and we we just get teleported to the temple and Azteca starts talking to us and basically tells us that they're aware of the plan and the plan was 
there are two people, us and the other girl that we met, got put into this chamber a hundred years ago with the sole intent of defeating evil. Mm-hmm. But along with that, it was important that the legend of us was passed along their people to keep morale up, mm-hmm. but to keep like, hope alive at the campfire, keep hope alive. At, the, at the nightly campfire. Um, yeah, it, it's it. The whole reason we were there was to be awoken when the end of the world was happening. Well, and then we so each had specific powers that could that could be used to beat any future evil, which. The future evil seems to be someone misusing that power, because then, then also the the gurus also have a different power that they're trying to lead the people toward good or something. I and then yeah, yeah the I don't and then Dragon's like trying to use that power for evil. Yeah, Dragon. It, I I got the idea that Dragon was originally like one of the good people. But then once he started getting his powers, he decided to become bad. It, and it's weird because the, the way they, des- they describe his, the way he used the power was to build an army. Like he, he used this power for evil by uh, assembling volunteers. Yeah. Well, no, he, he brainwashed. I think the implication is he brainwashed their strongest four warriors. So the bosses we've been fighting used to be with the wise men. Mm-hmm. And now they've been manipulated into working for Dragon. Okay. Uh, Whoa! (laughs) Now he's trying to do it with Mesia. Is that, that's the, that's what they're saying? I think that's the implication. He's trying to make Mesia or Messia or whatever, however you want to pronounce it. The the fifth He's trying to turn her into the Messiah. I'm going to pronounce it Messiah. Yeah. Oh my God. Is this supposed to be Messiah? Oh man. Bill, please don't. Why? Don't be that obvious. It's like, just here, let me shove this ham fist down your throat. Well, let's find out <laughs> what all of that actually means. I want to know what BC not. was about to Who say. Who knows? <laughs> he looks Go so ahead. excited. I don't, I don't even want to know. Do you have something? No. 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 Okay. Just still, just still taking in that they may have named him Messiah. Oh, that they named her Messiah is ridiculous. Well, let's find out how all of this ends up or not. I don't know what they're actually going to tell us in the end, uh, but let's do that. We're going to go beat this game in the next episode and be done with Crystallis. I really hope there's like a cliffhanger ending like in Crystallis too, and then no, get a Mario Brothers Ooh. movie ending. I'm just hoping, yeah, we it, it just ignores everything that we just did and is just like so, some villain out of nowhere that had nothing to do with anything shows up and mm-hmm. we fight them and then it just ends. But we'll see here on Chat of the Wild. Gaiden.